Everybody, this is VOD number nine of Kinyani Torah. So we're going to go through the summer with this topic. So we've been going through and we've learned that the, uh, what it looks like is that there are many floors to the Kinyani Torah. When one opens up the mission, it looks like just 48 random ideas. And Siat Shmaya, at least till now, we've tried to find a pattern and a Seder. He said the first floor was Talmud, the second floor was, which of course is the obvious beginning is all my faculties, Rikas Vasayim, Shmias and Bines Alev. Third floor was Yira, seeing the Torah for what it really is, Ratzon Hashem, making sure I'm absorbing it, assimilating, not just going on and on. And we really made a big point about how Hashiv that is, especially in our time. Then the fourth floor was the Amidas, which have to accompany Torah on a very basic level, and Nova and Simcha, the fifth floor was. Really, the first four floors was the first section of the of the hotel, the first section of the building. Now, we, the fifth floor really starts another section, which we called is our Chachma relationships and uh, separate building. And the first floor, first four floors were the basic binion of the person itself. And now that you've established yourself, you're into Chachma, you're doing the right steps, you have the right midas, etc. So now it's time to establish the relationships, which is, of course, up, down, and uh, and on the same level, which was Shemesh Chachamim, Pilpul Talmidim, and Dikta Chaberim, and we explain how each one has its own role, and that there are really two that are three, and that the Shemesh Chacham is one thing, is being Mekabal Chachma, the ability of Mekabal Chachma, and then is when you work things out, with Talmidim, you work things out, with friends, you work things out. And then what we spoke about last time, two weeks ago, was the sixth floor, and that was the idea of Yishuv, like we say, Yishuv Adas, being calm, not rushed, etc., we're going to get to the seventh and eighth eighth floors today, Bezrat Hashem. But I just want to say another word, um, which is no get to me, no get to all of us, but it's no get to me also. And I'll speak from a high point: is that it? Of course, the idea of Yishuv means being calm. But today we have to kneel, deal with a new enemy in terms of our calmness, which is often making ourselves crazy and not focused and calm through proper use of technology, right? Chazal were speaking before these things existed, right? But it's I think it's more than obvious that we talk about Yishuv, like right? the matzah of learning is supposed to be Yushav. Obviously, the matzah of davening, just to stick in, is supposed to be Yushav. A person who's learning and davening together with um, technological distractions, it's obvious that it's going to make, make you not Yushav, to say the least. Not focused, not Yushav. So we see from Chazal's times, and 100 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, just staying focused and calm and being able to penetrate into the Chachma and conscious was a challenge and it was a Mida. And one could have the Mida of Yishuv, not have the Mida of Yishuv. Today, um, today, we're inviting distractions to ourselves. We're inviting lack of, of focus onto ourselves. We're inviting uh, Loyal Lena for our children. Hopefully not, but you know, as I heard someone say recently, the more year, the more time you can keep your kids away from uh, smartphones, the better. Even if it's a kosher smartphone, just the, the amount of distractions and cluttering our minds so much, uh, it's scary to think what the next step is going to be, where where we're going to get to, and how how counter it is to the ruchnistic lifestyle. Um, it's a challenge for all of us that have exposure. I'm speaking to you on a computer, etc. Um, but but we have to get get our groups around this. Um, and think about it and, and, and delve into make a darim for ourselves. I think the only answer is gedarim and controls and filters and all that, right? We are important. Our Torah is important. 
So let's preserve our sanity and our calm and delve into Chachma as we should. Uh, keep our phones at bay, turn it off, into flight mode, leave it home. Best things you can do is sometimes leave the phone at home. Just leave it home. You go to the base medrash, tell your wife you're headed out, and she, she knows where you are. People, no, the world's not going to get, I promise you, right? The world will not be destroyed without you answering a phone for two hours. And as I've said many times, and as uh, Flopiazzi Shlita expresses in Bentar for Life, this is a question of our basic sanity. And it's mutter for your basic sanity not to answer the phone all the time. You're not Usher Vice. If Usher Vice answers the phone sometimes, if it's Pikuach Nefesh, if it's not Pikuach Nefesh, I can't answer right now. I'm not at that level. I'm not close to that level. Um, I don't dare to say that most of those listening are not at that level. It's not Pikuach Nefesh. People aren't calling us with life and death shilas generally. And we can train our families and train our bosses and train our, our people to not. It's our right and our need to not answer the phone all the time. It's our right and our need not to be online all the time. And it's what you need. It's just, you have to get that clear and, and not let, it's just the Yitzhar. It's, it's, it's nothing more than the Yitzhar. It dresses itself up that people need me, right? Again, I'm not talking about the unusual person who is really the center, you know, the center of, of everything, et cetera, and sometimes. But uh, I, would, I would say 99.5%, 99.9% of the population is not like that. There are times when you have to answer your kids away, something, this, that, et cetera. Your wife really needs you. Your husband really needs you. Most of the time, it's not like that. A lot of times, it's not like that. You have to be shomer those times. And the fact that someone can't reach you, there's no chiv. There's no, you don't have a chiv that someone can reach you all the time. Whoever made up such a chiv, and if it's something that you need, right? Would someone expect that they can reach a surgeon all the time? I can't say you're a surgeon. You have to, I'm a surgeon. I'm doing something important. I'm giving a class. I'm giving a lecture. I'm giving a speech. I'm doing something which, which, which not all the time. This attitude, something else. You know, a very hush of a rub complained to me recently that you can't get Rabbanim on the phone anymore. Naftali Kaplan, Naftali uh, Nissen Kaplan, who answers his phone, very hush of Rashiva, well known in America, Nissen Shlita. You know, I commented to them, oh, it's easy to reach you on the phone. He says, yeah, I understand people don't answer their phones. That's something else. That's something, you know, that's, but no one would say that the person is not allowed to have times when he doesn't answer. It's, it's ridiculous. And I, 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 uh, I confidently say, Someone who thinks, unless you're that unusual one in a thousand, it's the eight of which is telling you that you have to answer the phone all the time. It's a lack of training. It's a lack of discipline. It's a sheker. It's shtus. It's not true. You can turn off your phone. Let people know. Let the people know who have to know. But the shema, the shema, the shema, that's, this is your sanity. Okay. So with that, let's go. So we discussed sixth floor. Today we're going to discuss the seventh floor and the eighth floor. First time we discussed two floors in a day, and you'll see why. The next two things mentioned in the Mishnah are Mikra Mishnah, learning Chumash and learning Mishnayis, right? What's the idea? So this is important, and it's important for what it kind of the inference a little bit. Uh, the Medrash Shmuel, one of the later commentaries, and Akron and Ava says, Yisod Shalem Kol Binyan Nimnis. It's Yisod, the foundational point, that the whole Binyan is Nimnis, right? Everybody knows that when you have a solid command of Chumash, a solid command of Mishnayis, Going into uh, Tarsha Balpeh is so much easier. I've, for a long time, and I still think that, that this is a raya, as a proof that the Iker Shem Talmud Chacham, the Iker Shem Torah, is not Mikra Mishnah. This is a Kenyan Torah. All the Kenyanim are ways to get to Torah, right? But this is Torah itself, Mikra Mishnah. So what do you mean it's a Kenyan Torah? And why isn't Gemara listed as a Kenyan Torah, right? So I think the point is, that the Gemara is the Etzim Torah. These are the Kenyanim you need to get to Torah. So what I need to get to Torah, i.e., Torah Peh, to get to Torah Peh, you need Mikra Mishnah. And this is, right, one, this is a good example 
where if you don't think well enough, you can have a proof. And the truth is the proof of the opposite. You say, look, oh, Mikra Mishnah is a Kenyan Targum Gemara is not. So that means the Mikra Mishnah is more important than Gemara. I think the truth is not, not because I spend my time mostly learning Gemara. I think that this is the truth and it's the, it's the proof of the opposite. Mikra Mishnah is there as a Kenyan to get to something else. Like it says, the so that the Binyan is built on. But what's the building? That's the Yisod, right? That's the foundation. Yeah, what's the what's the Binyan? Binyan is Tarsh The Binyan is, is Gemara. I have other proofs to this also. It says, The bris to Klai Yisrael is with the Tarsh right? Our bris. Goyim can learn Mikra, right? Goyim can learn Mikra, Goyim can learn Chomish, right? But Tarsh is uniquely Jewish. Um, Another proof is what the Jewish people do. I always wonder. It's so interesting to me that so many people learn Daf Yomi. I mean, Tanakh Yomi would be an easier thing. And I have nothing against Tanakh Yomi. We'll get back to why. It's, we'll get back to the get back to that. We're, we're learning the commissioner, right? Obviously, I'm not trying, God forbid, to put down. I'm trying to put things in the right perspective. Um, the Rambam writes that a person learns Mikra Mishnah, and then he gets good at it, he knows, and then he causes And Rov Yomav, he spends really what's learning Gemara, being the tired things and answering things up. So I think that Rambam is also proof. Right, because that's just like sounds like it's initial stage. Okay, so all these proofs bring us to that point. That really the 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 point where a person is supposed to be in all of his days basically is Gemara and and putting things together and halacha Gemara being the foundation of halacha the sugi shmaitzaliba the hilchos etc. And mikra mission I think is important in Hashkaba because you wonder sometimes why why in yeshivas they learn so much Gemara. I think this is why, right? Okay, so so that's what I think comes out from this source. I have other sources. Um, but I don't want to go more into that's more Ashkafa than, than Avoda. I want to get to the Avoda. But Lamaisa, back to this, in a perfect world, definitely, the way to build yourself is to know Chumash very, very well. I recently encouraged my Bar Mitzvah boy, my youngest, Yosef, to become Valkari, Baruch Hashem. And a lot of the reason for that was that he would get very good at Psukim, a unique opportunity that children have today to learn Psukim very well, a lot of Chadarim focus on that. And to learn Mishnayis very well. And for sure, that's a focus. Someone who can do that, outstanding. And that's definitely the way to build yourself in the way with that foundation. Today, I and others, most people, probably most people on this, on this uh, hearing this, um, don't have all the time in the world. And we cannot say build ourselves the right way. And you have to be very careful before you just buck the system for yourself. You know, person comes to Yeshiva and it says, oh, you know what? The Mishnah says the way to build yourself is Mikra Mishnah. So I'm not going to learn Gemara. I'll just learn Mikra Mishnah for five years, six years. And then I'll learn maybe Shas, Bikiyas, and then I'll get back to learning Bikiyan. Um, Get some rabbinical advice before you do that, because it's very, very hard to be that independent and to end up the right way. A lot of times people who did that end up with nothing. They end up very shifchistic, very superficial, uh, or just they stop in the middle. They can't do it. You know, so it's it's not uh, low, low pashut, right? I hope everybody says what I'm talking about. But of course, right? Someone can't. Now, Ella, what do we do? What I would advise people to do, and this is what I've done recently, is to keep shaykhas. You have to have shaykhas to mikra and shaykhas to mishnayis, right? Maybe, again, I'm talking to a normal person out there doesn't have all the time in the world to learn. Uh, if you had all the time, but you can't. But at least keep shaykhas to these things. I started learning mishlei. What a pleasure. What an enjoyment. And I'm getting a tremendous amount out of it. Someone learns Vim Rishonim. Even you can read in English. Tremendous. You learn from mishnayis. Tremendous. Keep shaykhs to those things. Keep going in those things. Keep developing them. But again, I, I just want to be clear uh, to the people I'm speaking to. I'm not. I'm not creating a, an educational system. And uh, you know, it's a big debate. Zilvin sheet, zichru, and and chadarim and I know in America, I'm sure in America you have different. And Kutzlar, Canada, you have different 
options out there. You have to think carefully how to do it. You know, some people try to make a throwback times like the Zillman system, and it definitely works for some people. It doesn't work for other people. And there's a debate amongst uh, very hush about that. But to the people I'm talking to, I imagine most of us are 25 and older, etc. I think the goal for us is to have shaykhus to Mikra Mishnah, uh, a gishat to it, and and it's a great thing to learn Chomish. I love learning Chomish. I love I love putting out shurim in Chomish. I love giving shurim in Chomish, etc. Um, but but you know you have a lot of things cringing on your time. Okay, I want to leave that for now. Um, but I guess it's like try to sneak in the seder at least. You know what I mean? For those who have more time and more interested, that's Libo Chafetz also. Of course, Libo Chafetz obviously plays a role. Some people just don't like Gemara that much. You've been through Yeshiva, you don't speak Gemara. Chumash is great. Mishnayis is great. Of course. Right? But I'm talking for those who like Gemara, let's say, and, and have done well with it. Um, so try to see if you can sneak in somewhere a little Mishnayis Seder and sneak in somewhere a uh, Tanakh Seder. Okay. Which brings us to the eighth floor, which we're going to give an overview of the eighth floor. That was the seventh floor, right? And I think we understand why that was a floor itself, the stuff you got to learn. So now, if we look at the next six, I think it becomes obvious what the next floor is. And we're going to speak generally about the floor. And, um, <laughs> and next week, we'll go more into the specific rooms of the floor. So the next six things are meaning not being too involved in uh in business a little bit yes miat shena not sleeping too much miat sicha not speaking too much miat tanug not having too much enjoyment miat schok right not being too jestful but again a little bit and miat derecharetz um which we're gonna have to define exactly how derecharetz is different than schora and we never will get to that okay but those are the six things so I think it's quite obvious what our floor is. Our floor is the mi'utim, right? Meaning, obviously, mi'ut doesn't mean cutting out totally. It's about some some contact with, some involvement with, but making it a lesson. Okay? Mi'ut, let's go through it again. It's mi'ut schora, mi'ut shena, mi'ut sicha, mi'ut tanog, mi'ut schok, and finally mi'ut derecharetz, and then erechapayim is the next thing. So we're going to have to spend a few weeks on these. But the general idea, what's the general idea that jumps out to us, friends? What's the general idea that jumps out to me? Sacrifice, cutting back. The life of Kinyani Torah, I think I totally speak to myself here, uh, but has to have some has to have some level of sacrifice. Some not digging into other parts of life as much as we'd like to. I'd like to go to restaurants twice a week. I have the money to do it. Let's say I can afford it, but it's time and it's an involvement. It's an ASIC. I'm not going to do that. I would love to sit and joke with my friends all day, right? I'm not going to do it. I would love to schmooze, you know, for hours and hours. A buying rubber waiting for me. My caboose is there, right? I love to turn another business deal. I'd love to, I'd love to flip another house. I'd love to buy another condominium. I love to uh, acquire another business complex. I'm okay. It's going well. Whatever someone defines that, I'm going to pull back for my learning, right? I love to sleep more. I love to sleep personally. You know what I'm saying? I love to. Sometimes we need to. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit more, a little bit less than I need, or I don't, I don't want to even say less than I need, but 
let's say less than I'd want to. It's a life of pulling back, of being mimayit, mimayit ourselves. Now, this is such a super important message today. When there's so much affluence, Baruch Hashem, in a certain way, in our community. And I really want to speak openly and honestly. And we get an idea today, and I'm also messed up in this idea in a certain way, my own way. right? We get an idea that we can have it all. I think that's really, if, if you had to talk about in a certain way, again, I'm not talking about uh, some yichidim here and yichidim there, and there you bark Hashem, any yichidim everywhere, live this life of simplicity. But I'm talking about the, and, and not, God forbid, Lekantar and our beautiful Klaisar, but we have to learn Torah here, Lumod on Yitzrichim. And it's something I see Rabbanim speaking about. It's not, not the first person to take up the clarion call and, and something which, uh, yeah, when you speak to the Mishnah and we speak in an Avad, about Avodas Hashem and Midas, we want to talk real. So you have to talk where you're at, right? We're not, this is not the Shtetl eight years ago when this message rings a certain way. We're talking 2023 where the message rings a different way. So I think in a certain way, like our attitude today, attitudinally, we feel we can have it all, right? And a certain way, let's be honest, it looks like you can't have it all. Because in a certain way, it looks like we speak to people who have it, who have it all, right? And I mean all along. I, mean, I don't mean any surah of Chasashalm, but they said, you know, my very rule in Leichter said one time, today you have Gvir, you know, wealthy, wealthy people. And, uh, you know, they think they could be Gvir and write a safer and write Nigunu. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do everything. You can do everything. There's no steerer. So the resounding message of these mutim is no, you can't. You can accomplish something. And that's where the confusion comes in. That's where my own confusion comes in. You can accomplish something, but you will be lacking. If you're not might in these things, you will be might in your Torah, right? This is one-eighth, friends. This is 12.5% of the Kinyani Torah of Miutim. So if one doesn't have shaykhs to the life of Miutim, you will be seriously deficient in your Torah. Otherwise, we should just stop the Vod. Because if we don't believe the Kinyani Torah really make a difference, so what are we doing? Just hearing schoolmaker make, you know, a few jokes every week. They're funnier guys. Yeah. And more enjoyable speakers. Uh, again, I'm just, I'm, I try to learn what the Tazal tell us. Six out of 48 are mutim. Even without using our terminology of a floor. Right? Six of 48 are mutim. So someone who's, who, who's no shaykhas. Again, and we're always looking for shaykhas in our, in our, in our vadim. A word that I really... Like that, well, we want to be shy, we want to be in the ballpark, right? But someone whose basic thesis of Chaim is obviously not Isser, that's a show, Barminan, right? I'm talking about Isser. By the way, when you think you can have it all, it's easy to get to Isser also, though. But okay, but let's leave that on the side because I'm not used to having any boundaries. But, but, but the mindset today, which we have to work on because it's very, very, very strong, uh, it's very, very strong. I, you know, again, I want to speak, you know, but. You know the affluence around the money around the the plate and it and it and it you know Yerushalayim used to be a place where a woman I remember someone said that Yerushalayim a woman had two dresses in Yerushalayim and now you know the you know two dresses where where I live there are three bagel stores within within two hundred meters of each other three bagel stores and a pizza store and you can get burgers and you can get the two or three bakeries you know in one strip. Ramon Shapiro commented one time that they're more red. This is this is a long time ago. He's already not with us a few years, but I remember this probably 25 years ago that I heard him say 
there are more there are more restaurants in Bati Medrash in Yerushalayim. You know, Lake, Lakewood used to be a very, very, very simple place. You know, it's not a simple place anymore. It's no secret. So Kulam Ahubim Kulam Brurim and the Jewish people is beautiful and, and we're all trying our best and and the reasons for things. But, but you have to know that it, it's, it's hurting us, you know, it, it, on so many levels. I don't know how far to go on this, but I think even in my humble opinion, part of, uh, you know, the divorce rate, my wife gave a, an epic sheer last summer somewhere about it. I know many people, women have thought, heard it by some months, not can heard it also about early divorce. But, you know, our, our communities are, are hurt by early divorce. Why? A lot of it's because we're so mafunak. We're so used to having, having everything our way and having everything so easy. So then, you know, it, it, you know when it's not going to work, it doesn't work when you have a wife. You can't have two people want everything their way. You can have it your own way forever, right? <laughs> but then you have someone else who's like that. Two people. There are other reasons, I know. But when you have two people who just want it their way and aren't used to working and aren't used to struggling, aren't used to stepping back and aren't used to saying no, it's not going to work, you know, just it won't work. It's, it's obvious. You just have to think about it. That's why it's such a foolish, stupid thing that parents raise their kids with such indulgence and such uh, such appeasement. And then they get everything, you know, like they can't ever have a kid not getting stuff. Like what what happened? Where, where did this happen? Like, where, where do we go? Right. Let's take a simple thing like overeating. Right. I struggle my weight itself. I'm not embarrassed to say. It's something I've worked on for years. Right now, I'm a good schwung. I've been a bad schwung. But let's say, for instance, you know, look, I like learning. I'm going to overeat. But that's such a bad cheshman. One, because overeating takes extra time. You know, if, if it's another if it's another 15 minutes a day, that's 15 minutes you could have been learning. That That's how Tom O'Hawkin was supposed to look at things. Then, excuse me for saying I'm lying. You're going to go to the bathroom more. Just that, that's, that's the physical world. And by the way, Khalil, you might be losing time from your for your life. I read in a secular book one time. He says, you know, you like eating. I also like eating. And I want you to eat. I want you to eat a long time. And that's why I want you to stop eating so much. So you'll live longer so you can eat more. You know, they we know that we know the things. So, so so that's just one example, right? But your person thinks I could just eat as much as I want. Like, whoever thought of that, that that's the way Masmid would live, that that you're Mamite. Again, everybody should think I'm talking to myself here also. I have my own eating is less of a problem for me today, but other things are more problematic for me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm talking to myself and, and I'm stuck in the problem also. Right, but besides that, let's say you go back to the it's too big an asic. Let's say you get a lot, you know, people, why are we making such an asic out of food? And asic that that's the tar away. But now, I you know, I was just I joke with one of my friends recently. I was in America last week, as some of you know. I was a very good chaver of mine. Uh, I can say his name, maybe I won't say his name, but a very, 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 very hush of a person, you know. So he said, I said to him, uh, I changed his name. I said, he, there was a wedding I had heard about on Sunday, and I saw him on Tuesday. I said, and he was Masada Kedusha, my chaver. So I said, Yossi, is it true that you only do weddings that have multiple piece bands? You know, that's what I... <laughs> you didn't know where did I know that because I put two and two together because I was somewhere and they said they're going to a wedding with 40 piece band and Mati Steinwitz is also there. And I happened to realize the next day that my friend had been the Masada Kedusha. So I joked with him on Tuesday, you know, I put it together. I said, oh, he, oh, he was Masada Kedusha. Maybe he's only Masada Kedusha by, by when, there's, when, there's, when there's 40 pieces. So obviously it was a joke. But, but these, again, I'm not speaking against anybody does the, any particular thing. It's not my business. I'm talking about as a Kila, as a Tzibur, as a group, we have to realize where we're headed. And, uh, and not, not only that, then, and then it creates, 
it creates, you know, musagim for the poor kids. And like someone said a very good point. It used to be, you know, people, the rich people were the rich people, the poor people, the poor people. Now you have this class of same people and everybody's seeing, you know, the, you know, you saw Reisman, Shlita, one of the great Rabbanim in America, great Rosh Hashiva, phenomenal speaker, phenomenal Marvitz Torah. He said that a Gvir buys a $50,000 car, you can understand, you know, he's a Gvir, he wants to have a nice car. Why $100,000? That's where he put it one time. Well, you're blowing up the musagim for the Tzibur. You are. This, we live together. We're we're we're, Klyasra, we're a group. We 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 live together. You know the weddings over the top and everything over the top and vacations over the top. Everything over the top. And now everything. And now I want to say further. It's organizations now are over the top. You know everything an organization does has to be. You know with 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 lights and cameras and things like that. So, you know when are we going to stop? And and when are we going to realize that it hurts our ruchnius? At the end of the day, you know. Chavos Alvava says that Binyana Gashmias is Chor Ben Aruchnius. It it does. It it's it does. Your your head is in a different place. You know, if your head's in money a lot, your head is less in Torah. Uh, we we have to. So so, I, I want to read this a little bit. Some of you might have seen this. This is from Emmanuel Feldman. You should live and be well. It's uh, I think over ninety five, ninety six already. So recently at a grandchild's wedding, he's, and he's still doing great. So he says, a tale of two presidents. They said that Obama left his presidency. He stayed in the Washington area, bought a million-dollar mansion, published his memoirs, travels, lectured, gave, gave interviews with national media, hobnob with the rich and famous, and improved his golf game. Now he just upgraded the $12 million house on Martha's Vineyard. Carter, he returned to his roost to his humble home, a cottage with three bedrooms and two baths, in the tiny, tiny town of Plains, Georgia. He worked on his memoirs, helped develop the Carter Library and Center in Atlanta, involved himself in Habitat for America, with whom, hammer in hand, he literally helped build houses for the poor and continues to teach Bible every Sunday in his little church in Plains. Right? Two famous men, two approaches to living. Their deeds and values speak for themselves and require no commentary. Some might envy Obama's flashy new lifestyle and wish they had the means to emulate it, Others might envy Carter's simple Spartan ways and wish they had the will to emulate that. It's ironic for us that we don't like Carter so much for good reason. You know, he's proved himself an anti-Semite. But, right, we have to become wise for our enemies also sometimes, right? And that he's living. He says, I don't want to go too far, but the kid is Just listen to it. Listopic b'muad. Miyot muad. Listopic muad. Right? That's a Jewish concept. Right? This concept is not widely known or seriously stressed in the Orthodox community. Shabbos, Kashrus, Tarras, Mishpocha. Right? Davening went on the learning. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Kleiso is beautiful. Yeah? Staka. Lashon Hara. But Mistabik Muad is not on the top of the list, comments or Feldman. Some, listen to this, might not be even aware of the concept. It's puzzling what happened, but this is it. Okay, so friends, I felt, I, I just felt, you know, like forever what I try to do mostly is not have agendas, but I do try to speak out what I believe Chazal are trying to say. So to get into like some lumdus about each meal and what's the soda meat sicha, without giving this uh, general point as we get to the eighth floor about the mutum, I thought was lacking. I thought we'd get the message across. And I guess the Kabbalah, uh, for me and for all of us is to maybe like to start thinking like how can we ourselves cut back a little bit like 
one, I think it's I, I, I think it's important me to tell Maruba, let's just not be so negative. I think it's important for everybody to think like, where do we sacrifice? Because I know, you know, as being myself also, I do sacrifice for learning a lot in a certain way. You know, maybe I'll, I'll talk about how next week. You know, don't, we don't, it, it's always good. You know, sometimes in Musa, we put ourselves down, 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 down. It's good to know where we're good also. And we sacrifice also, and that is a certain type of mute. So I think that's what I would say is, you know, just in the big picture to think, where am I Mimai now? When do I push myself in learning for Torah and life, that extra step? And and just to start getting myself around that headspace, like where can I go a little bit further? Where, where can I cut back? Where can I indulge in life a little bit less? You know, there's a lot of things. I just give you, you go to a hotel, right? I know sometimes when I'm at my game, I go to hotels between my wife speaks and I speak sometimes and the family, sometimes we do have the means to the ability to go, uh, you know, do you take every single type of food you can take that you like? I don't mean the ones you don't like, you know, that's a good example for me. You know, I'm at a hotel, but okay. One thing I don't, one thing I don't have to have, it's not a mitzvah to say have every different, you know, each type of sushi, even though types you like, I don't mean, it's no kunst not to eat the things you, you don't like. Right. But let, let's let's get into the sugi a little bit, okay? That's what I want to say. So the way I want everybody to think about the sugi for this week, we'll go we'll go into specifics more next week. Is one, where am I, Mamayit? Yeah, and where where? Yeah, there are probably artist places. Where am I, Mamayit? A little bit, and where can I start thinking about you know just getting into that mindset a little bit, going against the grain? Yeah, going against the grain. And Adaraba, who knows? Maybe from our little vod, there could be a, a counter revolution because Klaisol does need a counter revolution. There's, there, we have to believe, you know, we're not going to go back to the shtetl. We don't want to go back to the shtetl. Baruch Hashem, we have affluence. But, you know, Chazal are telling us something here. There's six mutim, 12.5% of the Kenyani Torah. Mistapik Bamua, like Rafelman is crying, is a Mila. They're Goyim that have this Mila. They're anti Semites that have this Mila. We don't want Carter to be better than us. Come on. Right? So we have to, we have to, we have to um, convincingly and courageously and, and realistically realistically face this tremendous nisayan of our times and get our head straight a little bit and start thinking about how to how to do it okay so that's what i wanted to speak about i thought that's what needed to be said uh, i hope i didn't come on too strong i hope i didn't defend anybody um i love everybody I have many rich friends and they're wonderful people and it's not there i i know rich people are very misstopping more sometimes there are, are less wealthy people who are not misstopping more so it doesn't always go like that but but that's part of the part of the picture and Hashem uh, Yazor, that we'll, we'll, uh, we'll grow in the Miyutim. We'll learn, we'll grow by being a uh, Mamai. That's Lachar Rabbi. Have a good week. Speak to, I'm looking forward to speaking to everybody next week. Shalom.